0: Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word.
1: Beloved, as we move on in our current podcast series, Birth Pains, and the Coming New World Order. Today I'm going to share some vital information that has been collected from a book written by Jim Simmons entitled, The Last Generation, in which he offers a straightforward and well-documented overview of how and why we are truly in the last days while presenting valid confirmation of how contemporary worldviews, along with current and historical events have unfolded and are still unfolding with biblical and prophetic revelation. This subject is of great interest to many, especially in light of the COVID-19 pandemic, which has affected every man and woman on earth to one degree or another, and has certainly altered life as we knew it. And even though the people of God have expected and longed for the Lord to return in fulfillment of all his promises, at which time he will create new heavens and a new earth where righteousness will reign forever. We are the first generation that can honestly be considered to be the last generation before all these things are fully manifested. And that is why it is imperative for the people of God to awaken to the time in which we now live, not only in readiness preparation for ourselves and our personal walk with the Lord, but to stir our hearts to once more pick up the mantle of salt and light to a lost and dying world, because we are the only beacon of truth they have in the midst of the enemy's many lies and deceptions. With the promise of new heavens and a new earth being written in heaven's celestial records, Lucifer, the master counterfeiter and god of this world, has purposed in his heart to create his own new world order, over which he intends to rule and gain its inhabitants' worship. Through his many agents, beginning with Nimrod, who stands as a forerunner to the final Antichrist, and the myriad of servants who have been enlisted to serve him in high-ranking positions, God's enemy has set forth a universal endeavor, which has been dubbed as the New World Order, which, in effect, will be the one world global empire of the Antichrist. And this might be a good place to glean from the last generation and its valuable insight. In Matthew 24, 32 to 34, the Savior spoke this end of the age revelation. Now learn the parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. Even so, you too, When you see all these things, recognize that he is near right at the door. Truly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Most Bible scholars see the fig tree as representation of Israel in this passage and the event of her once again becoming a nation. This became a prophetic realization on May 14, 1948. The Bible refers to the fig tree some 33 times, 18 times in the Old Testament alone. In context, the fig tree is always a symbol for Israel. And just as the general time of summer has arrived when the fig tree puts forth its leaves, so the restoration of Israel to her land is a sure sign that the general time of Christ's return has also arrived this is a reference to a second coming, not the rapture, which will occur at least seven years earlier. There is an abundance of evidence that we are living in that last generation. We know that certain things have to be in place before the second coming and even nearer the rapture of God's true church. For example, we know that there will be a final one world empire We will look at the development of this one world empire through the lens of Bible prophecy, its relation to current events, along with some of the predictions of scientists, academics, and other leading authorities. The starting point will be the birth of Israel in 1948. The one world empire scripture informs us will consist of three pillars. They include a one world government with a dictator who rules all three pillars, A one world economy, and a one world religion. Starting with the one world government and its dictator, much revelation is given in Daniel chapter 2, 40 to 43, chapter 7, 19 to 21, and Revelation chapter 13, 1 to 7. We learn that the dictator who will rule over this one world empire is sometimes referred to by names such as the son of perdition, the man of sin the lawless one, and most commonly, the Antichrist. According to Daniel chapter two, the one world government he will rule over will originate from the ancient Roman empire, the fourth and last empire he describes. As history indicates, it was never taken over by another empire, but literally broke into pieces and a patchwork of individual kingdoms emerged. The Revived Roman Empire will consist of a recombining of these pieces. It actually and officially began redeveloping in 1948, the same year that Israel was reborn. A few of the developments of the Revived Roman Empire since 1948 include the following events. The Congress of Europe. Following World War II, the Congress of Europe met in 1948 they adapted seven resolutions on political union. The relevance of this is seen in resolution number seven, which reads, the creation of a united world. A one world government, while in the heart of Lucifer from the beginning, gained much of its ground and has been moving actively in its most serious planning stages since 1948. The European Union the EU or European Community is the result of a number of successive economic and diplomatic treaties since the 1950s. The signing of the Treaty of Rome established the European Economic Community in March of 1957. On February 7th, 1992, the European Union was officially formed via the Maastricht Treaty. The treaty was comprised of three principal components, the European Communities, security and foreign policy a close and discerning look into the symbolism held behind the official emblems of the european union hold much prophetic insight beginning with its foundational symbol which is a picture of europa a false goddess riding on a bull recognized to be the false god zeus this symbol is taken from the many counterfeits of lucifer that are contained in pagan mythology These symbols are also depicted in the Bible. The symbol of a beast and a woman riding on it is described in Daniel 7 and Revelation 13 and 17. The beast represents the one world government and the antichrist. The woman represents the one world religion. And continuing with revealing symbolism, the European flag consists of 12 stars in a circle This does not represent 12 member states of the European Union, as some have suggested, for there are already more than 12 member states on their roster. According to Leon Marshall, a former Secretary General of the Council of Europe, the stars represent those of the woman of the apocalypse. This reference is attributed to Revelation 12, where the woman, according to Roman Catholicism, represents the Virgin Mary, It is almost certain that the demon portraying itself as the Mary of the Bible will be a vital instrument in the great deception that will lead the world into worshiping the Antichrist. The European Union poster displayed in many places shows perhaps the most revealing symbolism. It presents a partially built Tower of Babel with a crane in the background rebuilding the tower. It also has 12 Eurostars above it. We know that the first attempted one world government was the building of the Tower of Babel under Nimrod, a prototype of the Antichrist and the one world government. Interestingly, as the counterfeits of Lucifer are uncovered in revelation of the 12 stars of the EU symbols, the number 12 in the Bible represents the perfection of government. And while at present, it appears on the surface that the EU is being greatly shaken time will show that this will actually benefit the takeover of the antichrist and the prophetic certainties that must unfold the club of rome a german-based think tank was established in 1957 its purpose was touted as figuring out ways to solve humanity's problems many years ago the club of rome advocated a one world order by dividing the world into 10 economic centers, calling them mega territories and kingdoms. This possibly gives lean to the 10 toes, 10 horns, and 10 kings in Daniel 2, 41 to 43. But this is where we will have to pause for today. In our next podcast, we will continue to investigate some of the major players that have been positioned in preparation for the new world order. As we look at them through the prophetic lens of truth and we'll also delve into the one world economy that is also underway. Until then, Maranatha, and as always, I bid you his agape.
0: You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you'd like to receive a CD copy of this message or you have a prayer request, please contact us at agape light ministries. P.O. Box 6313 Chesterfield, Missouri 63006 or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com